This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, we're rolling tower number three, Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. And Bart, so when we played Benita Applebaum earlier in the show, mm-hmm. and we were all talking about who our Benita Applebaum was, which mm-hmm. is, as the story goes, the song was written about a girl that Q-Tip knew in school and just always thought she was fine. Mm-hmm. Never really pushed up. So I didn't really, we were getting some tweets Chick- about chicken. this. So Mike said that uh, for him, it was Tisha Rhodes. It's never too late. PS 305 in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, he said. And he said it was in kindergarten, which. Yeah, that's a little freaky. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Little, Michael, yeah, Michael yeah. K might have one. Don't love that. He might have a Michael Bonita K alcohol. definitely has a Bonita, but yeah. he probably pushed up though because yeah. that's how he oh, rolled. Okay, he got game. He, oh, he got game. Yeah, he got game. Yeah, you know so shoot or shoot. You know, what Chris. Saying? That's Chris. What I'm Chris tweeted that his Bonita was in junior high, Elizabeth Velasquez, mm. and in high school it was Janet Orozco. So Chris was like, "Yeah." Now, Chris, did you did you ever just at least go talk to anybody? Like that's what it is. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, guys. Michael, do you have a Bonita apple bomb? You, no, he's nodding his head. The microphone's right there, sir. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd love one. to hear this story. Michael Michael K's Bonita apple bomb was? Her name was Tina. Tina. Tina Demetratos. Mm, what did you like about Tina? Everything. Oh yeah, Tina. But not, nothing ever really happened. But we've remained friends all these years later. Oh wow. Oh, oh you. Oh, so she, so she's aware. Oh okay. yeah, because usually the Benita Applebaum, she had no idea, and you just yeah. never really pushed up. Oh, but Tina you, knew. You, you, you can see, you can see <laughs> him might, you. Might, you know what I'm saying? He couldn't. He see, couldn't help. Shoot it. or shoot, you know what I'm saying? That's I, right. I, I'd knock my list off. You know what gave me away? The drool. <laughs> <laughs> my, Could, couldn't I, mistake that. I, I Bart it. made a list of his Benita Applebaums, and then now when he became famous and rich, he went and found each one of them and clicked them off the list. Oh, I love that. What was my name? That's was, a laminated what, list. Was like my name, <laughs> that is a laminated list. It was like my name was Earl. Yes, you know? I love it. Actually, that 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 needed to be laminated when you were in grade school yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, like, we yeah. understand why. Like So it could survive the test of time. I, also told, I told you about that swimming pool incident. <laughs> they, the teacher was like, hey, Bart, come here. I'm like, nope, I ain't getting out of this water. <laughs> Hell no. Hamburger. <laughs> Thank you, I Michael. I swam my ass all the way down to the other end. Oh my God! Hamburger. Well, well, our next guest, we have to ask him if if he. I can't had believe Jack. Well. Hamburger, I ain't gonna have it. That ain't gonna happen. Well, let's see if Rex Ryan had a Benita apple bomb. He joins us right now, and he will get to enjoy this part, which is his favorite part of the show. Which is, of course, when I say it's hour number three. It's Bart and Han. So, Bart, what's that mean? It's the power hour. Doing like last week, are you, are you deep sea diving this week? <laughs> last week, you was on the slopes. Are you deep sea diving now? You spear hunting? No, I, I'm not. I'm actually in the post office right now. Oh, wow! But we are going to be doing this interview from the post office. Oh, wow, T- taking care of business. Are, are you nervous? Mailing something away, official and, government uh, business. Service. And you trust, yeah. the, you trust the post I, office people in line. Yeah, there are 20 people in line. They all said hello. Oh, tell wow. me, I said what up, though. 
And you got, he's got all these people in line too at the post office. So you so you got time to burn. Yeah, yeah he's killing time with us right now. No, I'm actually I'm, I'm up next. So oh man. Oh, well, nice. all, right, all right. So the I most important question ow, ow. we have Let's to we have to ask of you is: There's a song beneath Applebaum. It's about you know the the girl that you know you the girl he loved in school never really pushed up, but he just loved her. Do you have one? Man, I got so many. I'm sure I had a ton of them, but. Here's the thing: as old as I am, you know the memory ain't, ain't real clear. So, uh, well, was she a blonde or brunette? I can't, get, I can't give you names or whatever. You know she was a blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I we'll leave, we'll leave it there or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you said something last uh, week yeah, with us. Now he's going to take care. Two of Two rolls of stamps. There we go. Yeah, so he's, so he's going to get his stamps. He's going to get his stamps. stamps. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, here we but, go. But, yo, All right, here we go. All right, now I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to. You said something last week that really had, piqued our interest. We talked about it for a couple of days, and that was your hint of playoff team that might have a coaching opening, and we'll see how things go. Yeah. And then the the Eagles, but but as Bart said, is it someone your dad coached? You said no. So we we knocked the Eagles off the list. So we were assuming all along it was the Dallas Cowboys until Monday when you were on Get Up and you said you don't expect the Cowboys to make a change, which they didn't. Mike McCarthy stays. So before we ask you for your opinion on that, so you weren't talking about the Cowboys either, or did you think so and then realize that they weren't going to make a change? I know you're talking about the 49ers. No, absolutely not. It wasn't what I was thinking. Hmm. So you won't tell us yet. Yep. There must be a team still out no, there. No, because the team's still – there's still a team. Oh, oh, oh drop a bomb. <laughs> drop one of Clues' bombs for that. Oh, wow. Okay. <sighs> See, now we're going to keep guessing. All right, well, your thoughts, though, on the Cowboys making the decision to stick with Mike McCarthy? Yeah, I mean, no surprise there. Um, okay, yeah. Um, really, to me, uh, no surprise. I mean, the guy's been 12-4 and four the last three years. So, you know, I'm not surprised by it. And can't judge it just by one game. I understand it's just, um, you know, I understand it, you know, they got destroyed. But, you know, you, you can't look at, at his uh, body of work and just dismiss him after the one one performance. And I get it. He's got a one-and-three record in the playoffs. I get it. Whatever it is. Yeah. Here's the crazy thing, right, Rex? Because I've been on the side, like, when you – Feel like man, like when even even when 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 Mad Dog uh, Greg Madison used to come in, or you know when you guys would come in and you give us a game plan, you really really felt like man, we got we got the game plan to get it done, and, and we felt there was an advantage because we knew we can trust whatever you guys said. Last week they threw the old cam route, you know the three slants. You never you, they never throw it to the first one, so the safety was smart and jumping the second one, second one because that's always where they throw the ball. You know they, they almost robotic with it. But, you know, it, it seemed like Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn was outcoached. And, you know, I, I think this team finds themselves kind of where or, – or Jerry Jones finds himself where Art Modell found himself, where he feels like, you know, he wants to win before he goes up to the upper room. Mm-hmm. And Art made some really drastic um, signings, right? Bringing in Goose, bringing in uh, Rod, bringing in Shannon – like, where do you feel the uh, Cowboys are? And does desperate times call for desperate measures? And you say F them future picks and stack the deck. Yeah, I, I think the big thing, um, thank you. The, the big thing for me, Bart, is um, as I'm heading out the post office. It's all good, man. Uh, I apologize to our to our listeners. But, um, no, I think the, the, the big thing is they got to get, like, 
you can't just put little guys out there when you're getting your tail kicked. And that's what they did. They're playing two tight ends against you. And, um, you know, Dallas is still running six or more DBs on the field all the time. But we crowned Dan. We we crowned his ass, right? We we crowned his ass, though, right? We crowned Dan Quinn the genius. Yeah, which I never did, but it's, you know, I know he's decent. Like, he's, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a really good coach, but he's not, you know, he's not in the you-know-what level, but he's not a, a, a great one. But, you know, he's good. He'll go – he'll do what he did. Remember, those guys learned learned uh, learned our steam concept, and and they actually yeah. invented it. You right. know, but it's a yeah, cover three sting, um, which played three zone. But – Either way, um, you know, they pretended they admitted it, but we know where they got it from. But, but the uh, <laughs> thing is, it's a, um, uh, you know, but they got out coached. So it wasn't just like the offense did. And it's funny because everybody wants to blame, you know, Dak Prescott. And I'm like, what? Like, Dak Prescott never tackled anybody. You know, they got beat because their defense was soft as Sherman that day. But that that doesn't change, right? And Michael Parsons, uh, Parsons, you know, he, he talks a lot on his podcast, but when it came to show up, he was invisible there. You know, you've always been around guys that can rally the troops and say, we ain't going down like this, and he, did, he didn't do that. What I'm saying is from a personnel and a culture standpoint, I think, you know, Dallas, in my opinion, has always been soft that way as far as the mental fortitude and toughness, you know, and how do you improve that? Because they can't go back and say, okay, we're going to have Vanderish, he's coming back. You can't depend on that. So it's a personnel issue. Because they don't have the – and with them having to play the credit card bill with uh, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Parsons, potentially Dak Prescott, how do you how, how do we say that this won't happen again next year when they go against a team that can punch them in the face? Well, no, you can't. You, you, I mean, it, it may very well unless they, they, they change a little bit philosophy-wise. And part of it is this. Bart, you're right. They have nine free agents on defense. Nine of them, <laughs> yeah, and you're and they got to pay the bill for CD Lamb, Dak Prescott, and company. So you got to change a little bit. Here's the thing: you got to value instead of star power. You know, it's great to have stars, all right. But those 14 Pro Bowls ain't helping you win any playoff games. You got to have you got to have team. You got to put the team as the priority, not just the damn individual. I don't care how many damn Pro Bowls you make if you if you're not putting team first. And I think part of that is put, you know, get some damn, you know, blue collar dudes in there that are that are great team, you know, uh, that are team first guys. Guys that aren't just going to chase the quarterback uh, against a running play. You know, guys that are going to play with with those kind of fundamentals. And then schematically you can't get you can't get knocked around. I, I think they got to have a team, you know, have a, have a, uh, a a change in in personnel philosophy. Like put when you're getting you know pushed around, you got to put bigger bodies out there. And I, I don't care if um, you know. Hey, maybe you'll give them a little more pass. I, I'm just not going to take an ass whooping like like they did. Green Bay did whatever the hell they wanted to do to him, and not one time did Dallas make an adjustment. So to me, was this guy getting ready to, hey, you know, polish off his resume or, or you know, like getting ready for interviews or something Yeah. and, and disregard his, his team? Like, you got to do just the opposite. When you're in that situation, you put, you put everything you have into your players and into your game plan and into that, and that 
head coaching job will take care of itself. That's what I always did, you know. And I, I think, I mean, it just looks so bad. But you know, I, I get it. I knew, I thought for sure that uh, McCarthy would stay, and I'm not surprised at that. With that, with that being said, when you look at this, the landscape of the NFC East and you look at the problems that both teams had on defense, who do you think are in, is in a better place if you're a defensive coordinator? Because those two defensive coordinator jobs are open with a team that has some talent, a lot of talent, but may not have the, the proper scheme to match the talent. Which one of those jobs, Philadelphia or, well, hell, Philadelphia, New York, or um, or Dallas, potentially Dallas. Well, I think it's easy to say Dallas is in place. I mean, Dallas has got two, you know, has has two good corners, and one of their best corners, maybe their best corner, got hurt halfway through the season. So they are loaded that way. They got pass rushers up and down, um, and so yeah, I mean, but all three of them have really good players. So all three of them have a chance to, you know, to be really good. I, I think, but again, it's going to take the. It would it would be the, uh, uh, you know, there's just got to be some tweaks to it. Now Philadelphia is, is the main thing is going to be the attitude. Like holy, like I never seen worse. And, and people will point. Well, that's Tackle, horrible tackling. Mm. Yeah. Well, how about the freaking pursuit or the last thereof? <laughs> like we used to fire our gun. First guy, fire your gun because you know your boys are coming behind you. Well, I, I don't see that there. Like you know they 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 stop playing, and you I don't think know they what. Quit on the coach? You know, sometimes, well, I don't know about that, but I'll say this: sometimes if you're confused, you can't play aggressively. So I don't know if that was it. It looked like they had bad communication, you know. But that mentality has to has to change. And, and you can flip that one overnight. I I have a feeling that one could be flipped overnight because they have some really good players. They got six or seven guys up front that are manchilds, first former first round picks. So I think that can get fixed. I think uh, I think the Giants can get fixed. Um, as well, they got they got a couple of, of, of really outstanding defensive linemen, um, you know, and they got some pretty good players across that board. And then Dallas is already there; they got they got they got stars all over that joint. You just got to get them more as a, you know, when we get bullied, we got to learn how to we, we got to uh, learn how to punch back. And they really didn't do that, um, you know, in that playoff game, obviously. What you said is something I think that is universal when you talk about sometimes. It's like a hesitation is a confusion, not not being soft or not being, you know, not lacking aggression. It's I'm not comfortable with what I'm doing. I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do here. And that can make a team look soft or look hesitant when really it's just a confusion, which is a great way to explain it. We're talking to Rex Ryan like we do each week on Thursdays. Rex, um, if I'm looking at the the Chiefs Bills game as like the annual. Okay, can the Bills finally get over the hump and beat this team? But is there even more pressure than ever before on Sean McDermott and the Bills because they're home in this situation to finally slay the dragon and beat the Chiefs? Absolutely, absolutely. There be some some more pressure on Sean McDermott. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Can they? Because you have a better, you have a you have a damn good football team, and the only thing you haven't done is been able to get over the top. Are you?
is this team, and, and this is what people will say, is this team peaked out? Uh, is there a is there a higher level? And, and, you know, could he be one of those coaches that I mentioned? I don't know. Like, you know, if you think there's somebody out there that could take you to that level. And that's what Sean McDermott's fighting here. You know, because you've got one of the greatest players, I think, one of the most talented kids in the history of the game. And the difference, like, between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, everybody will say slam dunk, hands, hands down, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the league. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Look at their numbers. Their numbers are damn near identical. The difference is he's got a 2-0 and record against Josh Allen in the playoffs, even though Josh brought his team all the way back and should have won the game with 18 seconds left or whatever it was. Um, and I, I think that's, that, that's something. But when you look at – there's no better red zone quarterback than Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Why he's got a bazooka for an arm and he can flat out uh, pound it in there himself. And I just think they're so, those two guys are so similar, it's not even funny, yet one of them gets all the accolades and all the commercials. <laughs> will, will, will we be able to throw Lamar Jackson into that conversation if he finishes the task? Because this is the first time we've seen Lamar Jackson with the weapons. The guy was available for two first-round draft picks, and everybody scoffed at it. You had these anonymous general yep. managers saying that he can't do this. I don't care mm-hmm. what he does in the regular season, who he is, you can't win. And I thought Dan Orlowski said something I've been saying forever. And I thought Jalen Hurts represented that last year, too, that you can't have a run first or super athletic um, quarterback win a Super Bowl. They say they'll win games, but, you know, even Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be considered those dual threat guys. When you look at it, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, and maybe Josh Allen is considered that. But we know the other thing that Lamar Jackson fights that uh, Josh Allen doesn't have to fight, and that's the, you know, the, the black quarterback athlete. Yeah. Michael Vick type of quarterback, yeah. you can't win Super Bowls with him. Right. I mean, you're exactly right. Um, that I think people, I mean, it was just absolutely freaking crazy. Right. But, uh, you know, because the color of the skin, all of a sudden, uh, so, I mean, it's so stupid. But, uh, I mean, look, Steve Young, Steve Young was the closest damn thing we've seen to Lamar Jackson. Like, right. trust me, he won one. And he may look white, but and, and black. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. He, he, he got a little cheddar bob that him. way. Yeah, he got a little Allen. Yeah, Hyde there's something cheddar going bob. on there. But he's he's uh, you know, so that he he won like that. John Elway won, uh, and you know he was he he was uh, the, the combination. You know, great thrower and athlete. Um, so I, I think. In, well, but in the Colin Kaepernick, game, that's yeah. What it, the Colin Kaepernick, the, yep. the Cam Newtons, uh, Jalen Hurts lost. They all come up empty. They, they, you know, you know Russell, even though he can buy time, was still considered a pocket passer. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like Cam Newton was a freaking great player too. Um, but I mean, I don't know, Bart. I I don't see. Like I, I just think. I, I mean, okay, Jalen Hurts got got beat by another African-American quarterback. So what the hell are we saying? Like, I, I think that's crazy. Uh, it's foolish. I, I think it's absolutely crazy as you know what, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I want, you want mobile quarterbacks. People don't know this. Joe Montana was about as, he, he was mobile. He wasn't a great runner necessarily, but he was mobile. 
And I think that's what you want. You want mobility from that position. That was one of the things. That a mentor of mine was Bill Walsh. And Bill Walsh, uh, he told me about, you know, timing, accuracy. When, when guys don't have the arm talent, they have to have great timing and accuracy. But they have to have mobility. All quarterbacks need mobility. And that's what he chased. Thus, Steve Young, Joe Montana. Mobility is a huge plus factor. And that's when, so Lamar Jackson, that's huge. All right, that's a huge plus for him. Patrick Mahomes got great mobility. You know, Josh Allen, great, you know, great mobility. That kid uh, with the Chargers, he's mobile. He's big, but he's mobile. And I think, I think that's what you look for in today's game um, and because it makes you, uh, uh, as we know, Bart, it's way harder to defend a guy that has mobility. Yeah. And not, not just like as a runner, like design quarterback runs or options or RPOs or whatever, but the guys that can scramble and get you first downs. Those are the guys that you have the most trouble with. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger costs us two Super Bowls. Yeah, costs us a damn – Exactly. And he scrambled around there and then hit hit Antonio Brown for us in the championship game. Not that we will ever forget that crap, but but that's what happens. And those guys, that's a plus for you to have that. And I don't, I mean, people are dead ass wrong when they say, well, they can't win the Super Bowl. Right? Oh crap! Just watch. There'll be a string of mobile quarterbacks winning the Super. Because Patrick Mahomes is mobile, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. One of the reasons they win is because he he takes off with it. But you're going to have a whole string of them, probably 20 in a row of mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, and for Lamar, Lamar Jackson, it's just going to be a matter of that you got to win it to silence that kind of criticism. But that certainly has been chasing him all this time. Rex, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much. I hope your package gets there, man. Well, I hope so, too. It's a Detroit Lions divisional championship ah. hat that I sent out there to my – you know, to the uh, to the outlaws, little legacy like that. So, nice. Rock City, because the Jets aren't in it, I'm cheering for Detroit, Rock City, the Motor City. Well, you know, I'm with you. You know, let's let's get it on, nice. and that's home for you, Bart. Yeah, and man. It's on the Lions are kicking butt. They don't know how to look. They don't know how to act when you win out there in Detroit. Oh, it's, right. it's such a great story, though. It really is. He's got a root for it. Thanks, Rex. All the best. I actually, oh. uh, you're welcome, guys. I actually got to interview Dan Campbell uh, yesterday. You know, I went out to Detroit, and, and Bart, like I always say, you know, I used to, I, I'll whip any one of these yeah, yeah, coaches. Yeah. Uh, I ain't whipping that big bastard. I, I, need, I need Bart with me to whip that big dude. We got to jump him because I, Chris Canty told me he, he should come up like a rag now. He's like, oh, that's, it's real in these streets. And he was a part of uh, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I'm just telling you right there. It's going yeah. to be one of them things like, hey, uh, hey, Bart, uh, uh, get ready to you know hit this dude from behind because that, that is a big man now. Yeah, you call him sir or coach <laughs> or whatever it is, but that's what you yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, take All right, care. Look forward to the interview. Coach. Yeah. All right, Rex Ryan, as we talk to him every Thursday. 800-919-3776. We'll get back to your calls. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let, let's see. How many more people want to tell us about their Benita Applebaum? 800-919-3776. Who was yours? Who was your Benita Applebaum? Because, you know, like this, even Rex was talking about it, right? Like he had a couple. Yeah, Jake don't got none. Come on, man. It's and then on, Michael K had. But Jake don't. But he told her. No, no, no. Ray Dinahan said he didn't have. Yeah, but Jake, I ain't Jake, that. Jake, Jake, Jake. But Jake talking about it was in element. It was in the NICU. Like, man, come on, man. I think he said pre-K. Did you say pre-K? Yeah, it was pre-K. He said pre-K. But I also said, uh, you know, I tend to shoot my shot. So whether it goes in or not, not on me. But you still didn't say who you shot the shot at. Yeah, it's, that's a person. Mm-hmm. You still keeping it to yourself. True. You know, you don't, don't want to be. You don't, don't want to clean out your closet. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Clean out your closet, son. You it's him? always good to get it out. Like it, it, it's always good to get it out and to explain yourself. I think that part's important. Now, what part of my life do y'all want to know about? I was talking about who's your Benita Applebone. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. We, we were very specific. Very specific. And you being all coy. And you didn't and, say and, and, why. Like yeah. you just like we need to know why. He was like, I had to nick you. Yeah. Pre-K. And I got jealous because she kissed the counselor. Hey, hey, kissed like, the counselor. You know, it's what lying. 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 I like him no, a little said, season, a little Ep- age. Epstein you know? <laughs> Academy? Where, where were we at here? You said Lance. No, I said Nance. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, it's Hollywood. Everybody go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. I'm a king of booty juice. <laughs> I like the booty. So, Bart, this story just popped up. We got an alert for this one. You ready for this? Yeah. How many years of college could you possibly stand? How many years of college? College, like, Yo, like if I told you, bro, if like, I was going to get a doctor, I, I, master's degree, six tops, six, S- six top, no tops. All right, there's a tight end. I'm going to get my. There's master's. a tight end at the University of Miami. Okay, his name is Cam McCormick. Cam McCormick. He just confirmed that he's returning to play for the Hurricanes in 2024. This will be his ninth season in college football. Man, he shouldn't even be allowed to go to school. This guy's Van Wilder. Come on, nine years. He began his career at Oregon in 2016. Bro, bro, what, bro, what type of what? Bro, yo, bro, like, like, no, 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 no. Like no, some people, no, it's no. like, yo, go, get, go home, cut the cord, nah, man. You're not like, going to the NFL. It's oh, he's th- he, like, he's like 30 he, years old. He don't want to have to get a real job. So, so listen, let me tell you something. Nine years. That's a good point. He's putting off. This like, is this is what I'm saying. Failure to launch. But for the reason, if you're going to get nine years worth of scholarship, if you don't have a doctor's or like a doc, what's after a doctor? He better have a doctor. If you don't, if you don't have that, then I'm you. You're not eligible. You shouldn't be eligible because that means you just been a career student and like you keep switching degrees. <laughs> if this dude got an associate's degree, yo, dog, yo, man, he has more credits than right. he has games played. Exactly. So, so, he got more credits than yards, man. How about that? He put out a tweet, and on it, he called it the last ride. <laughs> the last ride. He said, "Look, he said, ride your ass to Cuba." He said, "The pursuit of excellence has no goal line." What's the What's the pursuit? <laughs> Y'all ain't even go to a bowl game. What, what do you tw- stand for? He, by the way, he's twenty five years old. Come on, man. Uh, he was originally a three star prospect out of Oregon, Bruh. Part of the twenty sixteen signing class at Oregon that Bruh. included Justin Herbert. <laughs> He was in Justin Herbert's freshman class. Come on, man. Justin Herbert got his second contract. They also, the national class included Nick Bosa, Ed Oliver, Rashawn Gary, and Jalen Hurts. All these dudes are on their second contract. <laughs> on their so, second contract. So here's how it went down. He redshirted as a true freshman. Okay. I mean, he sucked. Then he played 13 games in 2017. Then he started getting hurt. Broken leg in 2018. 
then some complications that cost him 2019 and 2020. Then he got a foot injury two weeks into the 2021 season, granted a sixth year of eligibility because, of course, they gave everybody that extra year due to COVID. Bro, man. I didn't know. I thought you had five years to play four. Yeah, come on, bro, bro. I didn't know you could play. You had I don't, nine I, years no, to I, play I, four. I've heard six. The most I've ever heard was six. Well, six because you, of COVID. You, 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 no, no. I heard six because you get a regular red shirt. So you keep you putting medical, in the injury. You get a medical red shirt. So that's what it is, the medical red shirt. Bro, you can't get four medical red shirts in a row? Now I'm rethinking everything because my story, as you know, you my might have junior el- year. You, you got eligibility. I, I probably could. You can my go ju- back. My junior year, about seven games in, I blew out my knee. Can you Euro step? Tried to come back. <laughs> Tried to come back for the playoffs, played like in one game, and then it wasn't right, and then we shut it down, right? Come back the next year after surgery, still not right. I might have played three, and then I told the coach, I can't do this. So, and he's like, I want you to redshirt, come back next year. And I said, I'm just going to, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to graduate and move on with life. I was this but, close to graduating. I was going to graduate early. But, so I said, I just want to get out. I want to grow up. But here's the thing. But now I'm like, but here's the thing. I could have stayed. Here's this the is thing. forever, college. Here, here's the thing. You got two years of eligibility left, right? Probably that they owe you two years. Tell them to roll, tell them to roll it over to Cali. Give it to, give it to Zach. Or, or give it to Zach. Zach yeah. needs it. Yeah. All right. Give can, it to Zach. Can I, can I hand it down? Can I pass it down? Can they inherit my eligibility? Like I could have medical well, no, red no, no, shirt. No, no, no. What I'm what I'm what I'm saying is is they need to be able to get your scholarship. Because clearly this dude's been on scholarship for nine years. So if you have three more years of medical red shirt years, then you should be able to give a scholarship. To He's your a tight kids. end. He's got to be pretty good if Miami wants to keep him, right? Wouldn't Wouldn't Miami just be like, no, we're all set? You want a girl? You want a blocking tight end? He grown as hell. He over there. <laughs> This dude, dude, listen, it was all lower extremity. This dude probably got, (laughs) he probably got legs like Kevin Hart, uncle. And he probably got an upper body like Brock Lesnar. All right. But some people, like college was fun, but you you do get sick of it. You do get sick of college. He he is in Miami, though. That's a good point. (laughs) He went from Oregon to Miami. He's the only one coming back, getting everybody to the club. He's got a Coral Gables. Like, I kind of like this. Yeah, y'all roll with me. Live for free, eat for free. Be yeah. on the football team. Yeah. And he's like, I'll take you. Just hold up, hold up, hold up. He can get statutory rape, though. He can't date girls on the, like, he's too old. 19, well, 19 for a freshman. I was 17. I, I know. So I he, understand that. So if, but it I'm saying, if, it, if it ain't a grad, he can get caught up. He probably out there dating professors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not crazy to say. That's what I'm saying, though. That's not crazy to say. Is ain't, it too much? Got a B minus, ain't showed up all semester. Is it too much? Like, would you, would you, would you do something like this? I, I, I'm curious if people would actually do this because Bro, this dude ain't gonna have enough money in his retirement to he's he gonna have to work to 75. But I don't, I don't have a problem with this. He's not gonna play pro. Clearly, not gonna be a pro, right? <laughs> so this is the best time of his life, he and could. he probably. I mean, what they don't say in the he story. Could. Chris Winky was 25. Chris who? Winky. That is his name. It's Chris Winky. <laughs> I don't think it was. Winky. It is Chris Winky. I think it was Winky, Winky. It was Winky. I it's Chris Winky. No, it was Winky. Oh, nah, it's Winky. Well, it always was Winky. Bart Bat. <laughs> Bart Brat. I think you just wanted to say Winky. No, it's Chris Winky. You just wanted to I played to against say Chris Winky. His name's Chris Winky. So he So it, let me finish the story. Because I that nowhere does it say if he's already like finished a couple a degree. It doesn't say any of that. 
Yo, like if you get if you're gonna get that many scholarships. So in 2022, he was finally able to play a full season. He earned the Capital One Orange Bowl FWAA Courage Award what the, for his perseverance what? because he appeared in 13 games and he made six starts. He should get the scared bowl. Scared to grow the hell up. <laughs> Uh, he had eight catches last season for 62 yards. He had to resubmit his waiver for the ACC to get that ninth year. It was approved. So he said it was an easy decision to return. said his goal is to play in the NFL. He said, I want to say I gave it my best opportunity and my best Man, shot. Go to you. Go to go to the, the merger, the XFL, UFFL. Oh, you know uh, he's merger. doing that. Go there. Listen, play as long as you can, I always say. Don't ever just – don't give up. Don't do what I did. Don't walk away. Play as long as you can. My coach never said, you're done. He just said to me, take a redshirt year, come back. And I just said, you know what? I just want to graduate and get on with life. And that was a mistake. I regret it. So he said he acknowledged some critics have suggested he shouldn't still be playing. But he said he's not going to be cut short by what people are saying. He hopes his story will be an inspiration to, to other who? players battling injuries. Well, he said, I feel like my journey can help those that have to, to experience something. that. It's tough, but hopefully there's some inspiration. There's guys who get injured and see my journey and can dig deep within and keep pushing towards their goals and their future. This kid is making me now feel even worse about the decision I made 30 years ago. No, I'll argue this kid's scared of real life. And he's fighting. And I was he, dumb enough to try to dive early into real life, and it was a big mistake. Well, at least, at least your 401k is strong so you can retire on time. He ain't even started yet. That's up to you. How many? How many? How many? <laughs> how many four hundred one k years did you have by the time you were twenty six? Actually, I was part time at Newsday for five years. So no, I started late on the four hundred one k as well, Sonny. Damn, that did not to, help me. I'm trying to get you no, way out. No, no, everything was a mistake. All of it. I should have stayed. This is he's doing the right thing. You play as long as you possibly can. Hold on, hold on. And hold now on. it's up to you. You have to be hold successful on, whoa, whoa, for whoa, me whoa. to be successful. Why? Why is Miami giving him a scholarship? It is no upside. Ray Deasy, tell tell everybody what his stats was last year. He had eight receptions for that. 62 yards. I said yeah. that. Yeah, I said that. Come on, man. I still haven't seen in this entire story written by David Hale, by the way, nowhere does it say if he's already gotten a degree. Nine years. This he is get, He's he had get, eight years of college, he's got and nowhere degree. does it say he at least got his bachelor's he, and he's working on his he should be, graduate no, or no, doctorate he, or he, master's no, no. or something. He should be a practicing lawyer. By now, or, or 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 he should be doing a residency for 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 uh, for doctors. He could, he could also already be an agent. He could be in law school. Something. Come on, man. It's amazing. Nine but you know years. what? My daughter goes to Miami. She might know him. She's twenty two, turning twenty three. They're gonna say that's a dumb kid. I'm just. <laughs> that's a big dumb kid. I'm just saying. Like leave, graduate. I'm just saying. I'm gonna tell her to go find this dude, and just ask. Him, I need to know. Do you even have a degree? Van Wilder, he's like just I'm, stay in school forever, man. I'm 12 credits for my associate. <laughs> Imagine, Come on, man. wait, nine years of college on top of 12 years of schooling. He's a he's a career student, literally. He's like the dudes on half bake. get a do some. No, who's dudes step on it? No, what's the movie where they had to do that stayed in college forever? That's Van Wilder. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Oh, I didn't get that. All right. Um, <laughs> Why does Tamara got this big old Gucci? Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, supposed yeah. to cut us oh, Gucci everywhere. I it hate is stuff. Gucci. I hate stuff with with logos and it's everywhere. Got the, lo- the back. I mean, yeah, that's it's all on the back. Yeah, but it's a very fancy. Um, 
Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah, if they did if they did the print without the big logos, I could wear the that. The print was good, but the back has like a big advertisement on it. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, like I thought a, it was a robe for a, a box. It's, it's a billboard. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not tight. Chico's bail bonds on the back of that thing. Yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco is coming to Madison Square Garden on Friday, September twentieth. How long was he in college? And Saturday, September twenty first, ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Just scroll down to contest, submit your entry. It's brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. So 800-919-3776 to finish with your calls. The K-Show's coming up, and they're going to have Marcus Stroman, who will be introduced as the Yankees' new pitcher. Um, do we what? Like, do, we like, do we like him? How do we feel about Yeah, did how do we? Oh, didn't he come at Michael K. before? Uh, he did. Yeah. Oh, so it's Well, no, the, the press conference is what they're going to have. I oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah they're going to have the press conference. So you'll get to hear Marcus Stroman as a Yankee, which is everything he's ever wanted. I thought he was going to break. I was going to catch you. But is it what you want? Stay with us. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We got people like telling us that that banana apple bomb needs to be a recurring segment. You agree with that? We can make it like a Wednesday segment. You know what I mean? Talk just seems one, like talk something about that's... One, talk about the one you got away. I mean, it's just... Because we'll, we'll get people that, you know, like are with somebody currently and be like, yo, I, I, I miss so-and-so. What about that, Jake? You got one of those? <laughs> Don't tell me you, you missed out on the one the love of your life and Nick you unit. Yeah, that's enough of that. It's got to be something more recent. How about the what, what was the what was what, yesterday's topic? What, what the about thing the, about in the car? What about the girl from plumbersmeat.com? <laughs> What's it? That day nap you on. Plumbers meat? I don't know if it's plumbers meat. Yeah, it's plumbers meat. Because later, later plumbers pipe. plumbers meat just could have is a that, different. Is that two E's? Yeah, it's what I mean. Uh, like yeah. it just weird. Um it's What about the car now. thing though, Jake? Right? Bart was talking about last time you might have had to, you know, had nowhere else to go, so we had to use the car. Don't tell me it was in the Nixon, Oh, too. I mean. Yeah, back it, when you were in the Nixon. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were in the car seat together. It was a Power Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't the car, what? We're in New York City, so what, rooftop, staircase? Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. When you're in New York City, I guess you have better it's, options. It's different. Yeah, it's rooftop. not. All right, how about the last time rooftop? Mm. Mm. Probably like uh, college, maybe? Yeah, college last time. College, man, you really summer. Got a, you really got a dull. Um, oh no, no, no! Sex life, man. You got. I started young, so you know, I everything I got out was pretty much <laughs> done. You have a rooftop, but, Bart? But, you have a rooftop? No, so I got a house. What does that mean? No, you, terrace? You have a terrace? Hotel? I'm married, man. I'm. T- you weren't always married. I mean, listen. If it's if it's a place, I got it in. I mean, yeah. I mean, me and, me and, me and wifey got it done in the You're street. Being, we got you, it done. See, how, look how careful. No, no, he's no. We, no, we got it done in the street. Street. Put her over the back of the Jaguar, baby. What? In the street. Street. Didn't even care. Bang. Put a skirt up. Middle of the day. No, it was nighttime. Nighttime. Like, like seven, eight o'clock. We left a party. Seven, oh, eight o'clock okay. at night. <laughs> and we was in Chicago, a state, a city it's we like, weren't from. Fred and Jenny walking their dog, hey, and then there's hey, Bart. You, you gonna learn today. <laughs> Word of the day, long. <laughs> well, my, Marcus Stroman is officially a Yankee. He'll be introduced momentarily. The Michael K. Show will have the introduction, and we can discuss tomorrow all the things he had to say and 
wonder if how much he wanted to be a Yankee. That's one thing we know. He loves being a Yankee. That's what he wanted. But the question is, Yankee fans, do you do you want did you want him? And is this really it for the offseason for the Yankees? This is what we're doing. That's all? All right. Well, the case show is coming up next. Be interesting to see all the things that they have to say about Stroman and next. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Bang, bang. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.